0: Book Three, Section 48, of The World as Will and Idea, Volume 1, by Arthur Schopenhauer. Translated by R. B. Haldane and J. Kemp, this LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Book Three: The World as Idea, Second Aspect, The Idea Independent of the Principle of Sufficient Reason, The Platonic Idea, The Object of Art section forty eight historical painting has for its principal object besides beauty and grace character by character we mean generally the representation of will at the highest grade of its objectification when the individual as giving prominence to a particular side of the idea of humanity has special significance and shows this not merely by his form but makes it visible in his bearing and occupation by action of every kind and the modifications of knowing and willing that occasion and accompany it the idea of man must be exhibited in these circumstances and therefore the unfolding of its many-sidedness must be brought before our eyes by means of representative individuals and these individuals can only be made visible in their significance through various scenes events and actions this is the endless problem of the historical painter and he solves it by placing before us scenes of life of every kind of greater or less significance no individual and no action can be without significance in all and through all the idea of man unfolds itself more and more therefore no event of human life is excluded from the sphere of painting it is thus a great injustice to the excellent painters of the dutch school to prize merely their technical skill and to look down upon them in other respects because for the most part they represent objects of common life whereas it is assumed that only the events of the history of the world or the incidents of biblical story have significance we ought first to bethink ourselves that the inward significance of an action is quite different from its outward significance and that these are often separated from each other the outward significance is the importance of an action in relation to its result for and in the actual world thus according to the principle of sufficient reason the inward significance is the depth of the insight into the idea of man which it reveals in that it brings to light sides of that idea which rarely appear by making individuals who assert themselves distinctly and decidedly disclose their peculiar characteristics by means of appropriately arranged circumstances only the inward significance concerns art the outward belongs to history they are both completely independent of each other they may appear together but may each appear alone an action which is of the highest significance for history may in inward significance be a very ordinary and common one and conversely a scene of ordinary daily life may be of great inward significance if human individuals and the inmost recesses of human action and will appear in it in a clear and distinct light further the outward and the inward significance of a scene may be equal and yet very different thus for example it is all the same as far as inward significance is concerned whether ministers discuss the fate of countries and nations over a map or boors wrangle in a beer-house over cards and dice just as it is all the same whether we play chess with golden or wooden pieces but apart from this the scenes and events that make up the life of so many millions of men their actions their sorrows their joys are on that account important enough to be the object of art and by their rich variety they must afford material enough for unfolding the many-sided idea of man indeed the very transitoriness of the moment which art has fixed in such a picture now called genre painting excites a slight and peculiar sensation for to fix the fleeting ever-changing world in the enduring picture of a single event which yet represents the whole is an achievement of the art of painting by which it seems to bring time itself to a standstill for it raises the individual to the idea of its species finally the historical and outwardly significant subjects of painting have often the disadvantage that just what is significant in them cannot be presented to perception but must be arrived at by thought in this respect the nominal significance of the picture must be distinguished from its real significance the former is the outward significance which however can only be reached as a conception the latter is that side of the idea of man which is made visible to the onlooker in the picture for example moses found by the egyptian princess is the nominal significance of a painting it represents a moment of the greatest importance in history the real significance on the other hand that which is really given to the onlooker is a foundling child rescued from its floating cradle by a great lady an incident which may have happened more than once the costume alone can here indicate the particular historical case to the learned but the costume is only of importance to the nominal significance and is a matter of indifference to the real significance for the latter knows only the human being as such not the arbitrary forms subjects taken from history have no advantage over those which are taken from mere possibility and which are therefore to be called not individual but merely general for what is peculiarly significant in the former is not the individual not the particular event as such but the universal in it the side of the idea of humanity which expresses itself through it but on the other hand definite historical subjects are not on this account to be rejected only the really artistic view of such subjects both in the painter and in the beholder is never directed to the individual particulars in them which properly constitute the historical but to the universal which expresses itself in them to the idea and only those historical subjects are to be chosen the chief point of which can actually be represented and not merely arrived at by thought otherwise the nominal significance is too remote from the real what is merely thought in connection with a picture becomes of most importance and interferes with what is perceived if even on the stage it is not right that the chief incident of the plot should take place behind the scenes as in french tragedies it is clearly a far greater fault in a picture historical subjects are distinctly disadvantageous only when they confine the painter to a field which has not been chosen for artistic but for other reasons and especially when this field is poor in picturesque and significant objects if for example it is the history of a small isolated capricious hierarchical that is ruled by error obscure people like the jews despised by the great contemporary nations of the east and the west since the wandering of the tribes lies between us and all ancient nations as the change of the bed of the ocean lies between the earth's surface as it is today and as it was when those organizations existed which we only know from fossil remains it is to be regarded generally as a great misfortune that the people whose culture was to be the principal basis of our own were not the indians or the greeks or even the romans but these very jews but it was especially a great misfortune for the italian painters of genius in the fifteenth and sixteenth centuries that in the narrow sphere to which they were arbitrarily driven for the choice of subjects they were obliged to have recourse to miserable beings of every kind for the new testament as regards its historical part is almost more unsuitable for painting than the old and the subsequent history of martyrs and doctors of the church is a very unfortunate subject yet of the pictures whose subject is the history or mythology of judaism and christianity we must carefully distinguish those in which the peculiar that is the ethical spirit of christianity is revealed for perception by the representation of men who are full of this spirit these representations are in fact the highest and most admirable achievements of the art of painting and only the greatest masters of this art succeeded in this particularly raphael and correggio and especially in their earlier pictures pictures of this kind are not properly to be classed as historical for as a rule they represent no event no action but are merely groups of saints with the saviour himself often still a child with his mother angels etc in their countenances and especially in the eyes we see the expression the reflection of the completest knowledge that which is not directed to the particular things but has fully grasped the ideas and thus the whole nature of the world and life and this knowledge in them reacting upon the will does not like other knowledge convey motives to it but on the contrary has become a quieter of all will from which proceeded the complete resignation which is the innermost spirit of christianity as of the indian philosophy the surrender of all volition conversion the suppression of will and with it of the whole inner being of this world that is to say salvation thus these masters of art worthy of eternal praise express perceptibly in their works the highest wisdom and this is the summit of all art it has followed the will in its adequate objectivity the ideas through all its grades, in which it is affected and its nature unfolded in so many ways, first by causes, then by stimuli, and finally by motives. And now art ends with the representation of the free self suppression of will by means of the great peace which it gains from the perfect knowledge of its own nature. End of book three, section forty eight.